You're listening to Comedy Central. Let me ask you this. An issue in and around immigration. This is a tough one because I found that in America, people like to make it seem like it's either one or the other. All the immigrants come in, no borders, or shut it all down, no immigrants in the country. Clearly, you need a little bit of both. Absolutely. Right? There is... Let me just interrupt you to tell you that you're talking to the son of an immigrant. Right. A man who came to this country from Poland at the age of 17 without a nickel in his pocket. So I am sensitive to the issue of immigration. I I can imagine, and and you have said this on the campaign trail. Here's the thing some economists argue. They say there has been a correlation between immigrants coming into America and uh, the the lowering of wages. Because when people come in and take uh, jobs that are for lower skilled individuals, inevitably the, the the numbers are gonna drop because people can't pay somebody else less to do it. And they've shown now, now that immigration has gone down, wages are starting to go up. Now, you actually, I think it was in 2015 or whenever, you, you, you spoke to this in Vermont and you said, yes, we, we, we need to look at that. That is an issue. We can't just have people coming in right. and replacing the jobs. So, so where do you stand on this? And how, like, well, where do you it, find it, the balance? I mean, that, that's, that is the question. Nobody, or at least not many people, believe in open borders. I mean, right. If you simply open the borders, you'd have people from Vietnam and, and China and, and Mexico and Latin America coming in. Right. And no one thinks that that is a, a, a plausible a, a, a approach. On the other hand, uh, you know, I think the strength of this nation uh, is, in fact, uh, the diversity and the new ideas that immigrants uh, from all walks of life have given this country. So you need a rational, non-racist immigration policy, which welcomes people in from all over the world uh, to improve uh, our economy. But clearly, you cannot have open borders. Right. We've got someone over there. Yes, ma'am. Yes. I'm Sanders, and I have a question. Um, do you plan to go when campaigning to go into urban areas where people like talk to people like me in black churches or in uh, black schools? So you get them to the cross. That's one. And two, should you be fortunate enough to win the presidency? Do you plan to have a very diverse cabinet? You look at Donald Trump's cabinet. You see a slew of a few white women. All white men and Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for that great question. And the answer is yes, yes. Look, this is a promise, absolutely. Uh, my cabinet will look like America. Okay? And, uh, and as this campaign progresses, and we've already done it, you will see me uh, you know, we've already been to historically black colleges and universities in South Carolina. Uh, we are going to be into urban areas all over this country, uh, absolutely, positively. Let me let me let me ask you a question real quick, Bernie. Just just off of that, as a, as a, as a follow up, uh, you know, you you started the race in one place, and we saw you have your journeys, you know, grappling with conversations in and around race. What do you think is the biggest thing you, as Bernie Sanders, learned? I'll tell you, that's a very profound question. And and, uh, here's what I did learn. The issues that I fight for, say Medicare for all, will probably help African-Americans, Latinos, more than most white people. Issues like making public colleges and universities help minorities more than most white people. But you know what I missed in that whole discussion? That it's not just healthcare for all. I talked to a young black woman the other day, and she said, you know, my mother hesitates to go to the doctor because she doesn't think that that white doctor is going to treat her with the respect that she deserves, okay? 
or you talk about health disparities, all right? You're talking about uh, redlining in districts today. Right. Okay, where if I am a black businessman, I talk to a guy in Milwaukee, a successful small business, he said, Bernie, I can't get a loan. I'm black, I cannot get a loan. Uh, you talk about education. Young African-Americans are leaving school more deeply in debt than whites. All right. So I think I will do a better job this time and, and in, in understanding and talking about uh, those type of issues. Issues that specifically affect black yeah, people. Right. We've got time for one more from the audience, so I'll take it from this side. Yes, sir. Actually, it kind of feeds off what you were just saying up with uh, uh, the school debt and stuff. Uh, for example, if somebody has a credit card and all of a sudden they miss a payment, you're talking like 25, 30% interest, and you know, that, that almost sounds like legal loan shark. Yeah. And, and how do we how do we get and you could now for the next three years pay everything on time but that rate never comes back down you know what that is a great question and years ago we're going to reintroduce this um what you're talking about is loan shocking that's what you're talking about and the way it works is that many of these large i didn't know this but many large department stores for example make more money off of their credit card interest on their credit cards than they do selling their merchandise. All right, so we are, right now, if you are a member of a credit union, if my memory is correct, uh, they cannot charge you more than 15% interest rates, which seems to me already to be pretty high. And that's what I want for this entire country. It is outrageous when interest rates are so low that there are people paying 25, 30% uh, in, because they missed the payment uh, on interest in their credit cards. And that's an issue we will definitely deal with. Okay. Two things, I've got to let you go. I've got to yep. let you go. One, one thing real quick. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask you one question because you, you, you're always on the race and you're doing your thing. You bumped your head and then you like put a bandage and you just carried on the race. Are you having fun? Yeah, I am, of course. How can I not be having fun? The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.